Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Let us pray. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. Matthew 18, 27. Dear Heavenly Father, Today I acknowledge that one of the most powerful things I can do for myself is to forgive others when wrongs are done against me. I also acknowledge that the longer I harbor unforgiveness and resentment, the longer I rob myself of experiencing your freedom and your forgiveness when I mess up in life. Therefore, my life will be one of mercy and grace. Because I have been forgiven much, I now know I can forgive much. I decree and declare that as much as it remains with me, I will live at peace with all people. I will realize that life is too short for me to afford the enemy the luxury of keeping me stuck in past hurts. This is the time and this is the moment that I break free from unforgiveness, bitterness, and resentment. I declare that Satan has no hold over my life and over my peace. I declare that Satan has no hold over my joy and over my peace. I am free to love, and I am free to forgive, like the merciful Master in Matthew 18 and Luke 10. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for making prayer a priority in your day. To learn more about the Bible, stay tuned for today's story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com The Merciful Master In our last story, Jesus spoke of generosity through the story of a gluttonous rich man and a poor beggar. 
The rich man gorged on his wealth with no attention to the sick and cold beggar right at his door. As a result, the rich man suffered when he died, but the poor man was restored. In this story, Jesus teaches another valuable lesson on forgiveness through the intense story of a servant and his master, as inspired by the Gospels. Welcome to another episode of The Bible in a Year. I'm Jack Graham. In our last episode, we heard about Lazarus and the rich man and how their earthly and eternal lives were vastly different. It was a picture of the complete restoration that awaits all who trust and follow Jesus and the eternal separation and suffering for those who reject him. Today, we'll hear another parable, this time about a master who forgives a large debt only to discover that his debtor failed to extend the same mercy to another. It's an important lesson about the forgiveness that we've been given and the forgiveness that we must give to others. So let's listen now to the reading of God's Word. It was midday, and Peter was walking silently behind Jesus along with the other disciples. The dust drug underneath his feet, and sweat dripped down his furrowed brow. Jesus knew what Peter was thinking. As many people do, Peter was thinking of past wrongs done to him. Friends, family, and tax collectors. Peter's memory was filled with people who had done him a great deal of harm. To make matters worse, he continually endured the backbiting in spite of the Pharisees because he followed Jesus. The mental stress was weighing on him. Good thing for Peter, he was not one to keep his emotions bottled up. Out of the silence, Peter spoke to Jesus, asking, How often should I forgive a brother who sins against me? Seven times? Less? More? Jesus smiled at Peter's question. It was a good inquiry. However, he was mistaken that there was supposed to be a limit. Seventy-seven times, Peter. As many as it takes for your heart to learn what forgiveness is, Jesus replied. Jesus pulled in his disciples closer to him. They walked along the countryside. The rolling green hills sprouted with lilies tossed in the wind. As they walked, Jesus told them another story. The kingdom of heaven is like a king who wished to settle his account with his servant. He borrowed money from him, and now it was time to pay. This servant owed him ten thousand talents, a very large sum of money. However, the servant was unable to pay his debts. Because of this, he was sentenced to be sold into slavery along with his wife and children. The thought of him and his family being sold off into the dark unknown broke him. He knelt before his master and cried aloud to him. He begged him to spare his life. He fell on his knees, saying, Please have patience with me. Show mercy. The master was a good man and decided to forgive his debt. So the servant left with joy. Later that day, the same servant went out into the marketplace. There was a man there that owed him a hundred denarii. Seeing him, the servant burst through the crowd and tackled him to the floor. The two of them tumbled in the dirt, and the servant pinned him down. Pay me what you owe, the servant yelled as he slammed the man's head into the floor. The man begged for mercy, but the servant offered none of it. He refused to forgive him, and instead had him thrown into prison. One of the other servants saw what had taken place and brought the news back to his master. That evening, the servant was called into the master's home. Rage boiled deep in his belly. 
The master pinned the servant to the ground. You wicked man! I forgave you of your debt, and now I hear you could not show mercy to your brother? The master threw him against the wall and called for the jailers, so the servant was taken away until he could pay his debt. Jesus finished his story, and the disciples had stopped walking to consider the meaning. Jesus looked at Peter and said, Whoever is forgiven much must also forgive. Your heavenly Father will do to you what you do to others. Today's scripture begins with Jesus continuing to teach in parables. Parables have been described as short stories with a long meaning. Jesus is teaching the true nature of the kingdom of God, who God is, what he is like, and how we can know him. Peter begins with a question, seeking to understand the requirement for forgiveness of others. But now the disciples would have known that forgiving others was really not a question to be asked. We are all to forgive. Jesus taught this in the model prayer. In teaching them to pray, Jesus had instructed them to ask God to forgive their debts just as they forgave their debtors. So Peter was simply trying to determine how much was expected of him. And in his mind, seven times was a pretty good number to forgive someone else. But Jesus' reply makes it clear that the bar is much higher. Not seven times, but 70 times seven, Jesus said. To drive home the point, Jesus tells them that God's kingdom can be compared to a king who was owed different amounts by his servants. One servant was called before him to settle his debt, but there was a problem. The man had absolutely no chance or ability to repay the debt. It was impossible. His fate was now in the king's hands. So the king ordered him sold, along with his wife and children, to pay the debt. He was no longer a free man. His life was basically now over as he had known it. So in desperation, he fell on his knees and pleaded for mercy. He asked to be allowed to work and pay off his debt. We need to remember that this was an impossible feat, and yet the king granted his release. Not only that, he canceled the man's debt, Jesus said. He was now free and forgiven. The parallel with this in our own lives is obvious, isn't it? You would think that a man like this, having received such grace and mercy, would be quick to forgive others, to give grace to others. Instead, when he ran into a man who owed him a small amount of money, he ordered him to pay it and pay it immediately. But just as he had been, this man couldn't pay up. And like the servant had done, this man pleaded for time and mercy. But the servant would hear nothing of it. He refused to even let the man go free and work off what he had owed. Instead, he ordered him thrown into prison until he could pay off his debt. This unforgiveness did not go unnoticed, and soon word got back to the king. Knowing just how much grace he had offered this man, his former servant, he was enraged. So he had the man brought before him and rebuked him for his lack of mercy. In Matthew 18.33, we read these words, And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? So the man was then bound in prison shackles, made to work to repay his debt. Jesus then looked at Peter and the others, making sure they understood the meaning of the story saying, this is how God will treat you if you're unwilling to forgive others. We have been forgiven infinitely more than we could ever hope to repay, and infinitely more than anyone could ever owe us. And God's desire is for us to forgive freely in the same way, because forgiven people forgive people.
It doesn't mean we allow people to abuse us or walk over us again and again. But when someone honestly asks for forgiveness and is willing to repent, we should consider how gracious God is and how merciful He is toward us and show His mercy to others. We who have been forgiven so much should freely forgive others in Jesus' name. Dear Jesus, we thank you for the forgiveness of our sins. Though we owed a debt we could never pay, you died for us on the cross to pay a debt that you did not owe so that we could have eternal life. Thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy, the forgiveness and the freedom that we have in you. And may we tell this good news to everyone that we can until you come again. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make Bible study and prayer the priority of your life. And if you appreciate this podcast, please share it with someone else. I also want to encourage you to go to jackgraham.org. That's jackgraham.org, for we have resources that are free and available for you so that you may know Christ and grow in Him. Let me also invite you to something very special with myself and my wife, Deb, as we are planning two trips in 2024. One is to Israel, departing April the 1st, to go to the land of the Bible and to walk where Jesus walked. It's a trip of a lifetime. And then an Alaskan cruise adventure in the summer of 2024, in which we will have wonderful times of friendship and fellowship We'll have worship services and experiences around God's Word and seeing the wonders of God's creation. So two opportunities in 2024 to travel with us to Israel or to Alaska or both. You can go to Prestonwood.org for information. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional. You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. 
It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.